Welcome to the Autoimmune Thriver Method podcast. On this podcast, we will talk about real life, practical and transformative methods that will leave you motivated and empowered to take an active and proactive approach to feeling alive again with autoimmune. I am Cordula, Hashimoto's and PCOS Thriver, certified holistic nutritionist, your host of this show, and the founder of the Gut Health and Energy Breakthrough Program. I am deeply passionate about shining light on the immense impact nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle choices have for you to go from surviving to thriving. So let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to have you back. I hope you guys had a beautiful weekend and are looking forward to another beautiful week ahead. We are finally experiencing some nice spring slash summer weather in Ontario. It is almost as if we are skipping spring altogether in Ontario and heading right from winter into summer as the temperatures just rise so quickly after an extensive winter time. So thinking about it, we just had a snowstorm by the end of mid-April, and here we are at 27 degrees Celsius, which I'm not complaining about. So today I want to talk about the liver a little bit. In last week's episode, I talked about adrenal health, and in this episode, I'm talking about liver. And I'm tying in the liver because the liver is one of the key pillars that I know everybody needs to support in order to become autoimmune thrivers. So for those of you who have been following me for a long time or longer time, you know that I basically include four pillars to autoimmune health. And my episodes that I'm recording for you guys, I will be rotating through each of these pillars to give you a really wholesome, you know, approach to how you can get from feeling exhausted and bloating and not feeling yourself to thriving with it. And one of the pillars is liver health. And I will tell you in detail today as to why that is. And I'll give you a little bit of information around how you can start supporting your liver. So be mindful though around the information that I'm sharing here with you because everybody's body is different and some of those supplementations or food that I'm recommending, they might not be the right fit for you. So I always recommend that you speak with your practitioner if you want to add any of those things into your regimen. So why is the liver so important for us with an autoimmune? And that is across all of the autoimmune diseases that are out there. Well, in order to give you that information, why, I will have to talk a little bit about liver functions themselves. So we'll give you a little bit about liver function 101. What does the liver actually do? And this might be a little bit of a recap, but hang in there. I will get to the good stuff a little bit later on. So the liver is really one of the most important organs in your body. So it's interesting because research shows that your liver has over 500 distinct functions in your body, from immune support to detoxification pathways to digestion. The liver takes part in every single process in your body. So 
Specifically, it filters your blood every day. It filters four liters of blood for you every hour. Everything that you're ingesting is basically going through the liver for you, and the liver is sorting things out for you. And it makes sure that your body is not becoming toxic because there's a lot of toxins out there on food and in the environment that come into your body. It also stores glucose for your energy. And that is a big one. It's especially a big one if you are having weight issues and if you're having metabolic issues. So if you're also experiencing pre-diabetes or if you're experiencing PCOS or if you're experiencing any sort of metabolic issues that are related to blood sugar, you can really listen up here because the liver plays a huge part in that process. The liver also produces and secretes bile for fat digestion. So that is really, really important because we want to make sure that we are getting those essential fatty acids into our body, that we're absorbing the essential fatty acids from our food, from our fish, and also supplementation such as in fish oil, and that we're actually being able to absorb those essential fatty acids and use them as anti-inflammatory agents. And the liver plays a huge role in that as well. And for all of you Hashimoto's warriors out there, your liver is also converting T4, the inactive form of thyroid hormones, into T3, the active form of thyroid hormones. So I think it's becoming really clear how important the liver is in our health and that we need to make sure that our liver is well supported on a daily basis. It is also our primary detoxification organ. And this is super important because when you think about autoimmune disease, it's a chronic inflammatory disease, right? So your body has, quote unquote, turned against you, even though I don't like that expression. It's something that you can visualize, I guess, that your body is trying to attack your own tissue. And while this is ongoing and that's, it's, it's a chronic thing that is happening in your body, there's a lot of cellular debris that is accumulating in your body only because of that fact. So regardless of what is coming in from the outside into your system that needs to be detoxified, there's also a lot of things that are actually stemming from inside processes that can be toxic to you or can turn into an increase of toxic load inside your body. So we're talking about the cellular debris because of the chronic inflammation. And so as well as hormones actually that are not being used anymore, they're being detoxified by your liver. So the detoxification is interesting that the way it works in your liver is it's not really straightforward. It's a little bit of a complex situation where you have two phases in your liver where the liver detoxification is happening. So I want to give you a little bit of an overview here. I'm not going to go into detail. This is something that I do with my clients. I explain the step-by-step -step so they really understand the how behind those liver detoxification protocols that I'm putting them on so they understand why they're doing all of these things. So to give you an overview, liver detoxification phase one is where the elimination of toxins is done through a process where fat-soluble toxins 
undergo processes such as oxidation, reduction, hydrolysis. There's a lot of stuff happening. And they basically break the toxins apart from the carrier. The carrier is delivering those toxins into your liver. And then this phase is basically detaching them and really essentially make those toxins more potent in your body. So, but this is a necessary step so that phase two then can kick in. Phase two is the phase where all these substances that you just have detached from your carrier agent now undergo conjugation, sulfation, and other various processes, reactions that are now making those toxins water-soluble. Because those toxins came in as fat-soluble, now they're being detached, and the phase two makes them water-soluble. So guess what? So you can excrete them, so you can purge them, so your body can rid itself of those toxins. And I just really want to give you the understanding that both of these processes are highly, highly nutrient-driven. So I will give you some of the nutrients that are needed for phase one and phase two so you get an understanding of how nutrient-driven those functions are. In phase one, we're talking about, for example, B vitamins, folate, glutathione, and flavonoids are one of the most critical components that are needed. In phase two, we're talking about magnesium, glutathione, vitamin C, B5, B12, and a lot of different types of amino acids. So protein is super critical for phase two. Methionine, cysteine, glycine, taurine, glutamine, choline are just a few that are needed in phase two. And what I find is that because of our gut issues, and here comes the gut health pillar in, because of our gut issues that we are oftentimes experiencing with lack of digestion, digestive fire and absorption, we are just not getting those nutrients into our system that actually helps our liver to detoxify. And so we are creating this scenario where our liver is becoming sluggish. And that is an issue. This is really when we're starting to see symptoms show up for us a lot of skin issues, a lot of nausea, a lot of not feeling hungry in the morning, a lot of um, reacting with brain fog and fatigue. So these are all symptoms that are showing when we are starting to have a sluggish liver. So we're talking a little bit about liver backlog and toxic overload, right? So because your detoxification pathways may become overwhelmed and just simply overburdened, and then what happens is we're ending up with the toxic backlog. What that means is that toxins may build up in your body and also start to recirculate in your body. And then when toxins are not being able to be purged out of your body, they are being stored away. Because keep in mind that your body is always trying to keep you safe and balanced. So it can't just let those toxins float around in your blood for too long. That's why it's storing it away in fat if you are having issues with proper excretion. So that is why we are having a lot of weight issues as well when we're inflamed, when there's a lot of liver issues happening because a lot of these toxins are just being stored in your fat cells, which is very, very frustrating. 
The other thing that I notice a lot of is that a lot of women are actually starting to react to supplementation. Any sort of supplementation they're taking, they are reacting to, or medication. There's a lot of reaction towards medication if there is toxic overload happening in your body. So this is really just an overview of how the liver is working and how it is really so important to keep the liver in a good place. So I do want to go a little bit into detail as to how you can start supporting your liver on a daily basis. And here I really want to highly stress, I can't stress it enough, that it is so important to be gentle with your liver detox. Because if you are going on a quote-unquote intensive detox, such as like, for example, chelation or anything else that is iodine detox and all of these things, it can potentially be dangerous. You really want to go gentle on the liver and not too harsh. And you do want to make sure that your detoxification pathways are open. So number one is it's very, very important that you are able to go to the bathroom at least once, if not twice a day, and fully eliminating. If you are constipated and you are going on a detox, you can cause immense havoc on your whole system. It can actually really send you into a flare. So I would definitely speak with your healthcare practitioner if you are considering some sort of liver support for yourself. So there are some natural treatment options that I love. I always go gentle with the liver in the beginning, and we have to make sure that we are going step by step and not overloading our system. So I want to talk a little bit about natural options that you can include in order to help yourself and help your liver as well. So there's really four steps that I want to talk about a little bit here, which is number one is I would always suggest to remove potentially triggering foods. So it's really important to, if you know that your gut is not in a place to digest certain foods at this moment in time, and you're reacting to certain foods, to take them out of your diet for this purpose, so that you are not overloading your system with more inflammation. Step number two is add supportive foods. There's a lot of really good liver foods out there that have, if taken in the right amounts, really amazing benefits on supporting your liver long term. And those are oftentimes really yummy foods. I'm going to give you some examples in a minute. Step number three is you need to reduce toxic exposure and here you can really have a massive impact when you're looking at your lifestyle, your beauty products, and the products in general that you're using on a day-to-day. Because those toxins, you can just get rid of your environment entirely and make sure that you are using products that are not loaded with chemicals because those are it's really just a huge source of additional toxins that your liver will have to deal with. So I would definitely recommend to reduce the toxic exposure if you are considering liver support in general. If you want to join my Facebook group, by the way, I am actually sharing some of my favorite natural recipes for 
house cleaners, as well as some body lotions and things that I'm actually just working on. So you can go to my show notes and um, you'll see my Facebook group link there and um, you can join us and um, really take advantage of that freebie that I'm putting out there for my community. And step number four is you need to support both detoxification pathways. So I told you guys about the different nutrients and the different detoxification pathways that your liver is going through. And I'm saying that because if you're only including a lot of nutrients to one of those pathways, you might be just really disrupting the process and it's it might not be helpful for your liver support at all because it's unbalanced. So how do you remove triggering foods? You can do an elimination diet and figure out which foods it is that you are reacting to. Potentially triggering foods in general always include gluten, dairy, sugar, sometimes soy. I'm not saying soy is bad. I'm a big fan of soy. And that is another topic I'm going to be talking about soon, I think. But you know, for the purposes of a liver detox or a liver support protocol, you can remove that if you feel that you're not digesting soy very well. Alcohol and caffeine. So those are really um, triggering foods that you can remove. So adding the supportive foods is so, so, so important. And my one of my favorite topics, of course, because it includes foods. So it's really important that you support your liver with the right type of foods for a gentle and effective detoxification process, right? So there are certain superfoods that can be highly therapeutic even if you use them in the right amounts. So some of them are number one, beets, number two, cruciferous vegetables, and number three, cilantro. So cilantro is such a beautiful food because cilantro has been shown in many studies and I can attest to that. I do my cilantro every single time when I go on a liver supporting program at home with foods. I use so much cilantro and it helps me so much because cilantro has the ability to attach to toxins as a carrier practically and it helps take those toxins and remove them out of your body. It latches onto those toxins in a way that it's easier for your body to purge. So it's, it's a really, really beautiful food. The next one is fiber. Lots and lots of fiber, right? So fiber is so important, not just for us to keep our motility in place, but also to help our liver to detoxify. And the last one I want to share with you is my all-time favorite go-to, it's sprouts and seedlings. So especially fenugreek sprouts and broccoli sprouts are just superfoods when it comes to liver detoxification. So I can only, only recommend it. Beets are great because they're rich in folate and they can really help to break down homocysteine. So beets are a wonderful liver food you can also include. So step three, again, reduce toxic exposure. You can do that, like I said, with your beauty products, but also take a look around your kitchen. So there's some common toxins that are found in your day-to-day -day life with products in your kitchen. So for example, um, there is aluminum. I know that in many cooking pans and deodorants actually, but cooking pans, 
there is aluminum embedded and especially scratched non-stick pans are a common source of aluminum toxicity, which is why I definitely recommend using stainless steel pans or cooking pans and frying pans that are aluminum free. It's very, very important. As well as you can choose aluminum free deodorants, which is also super, super important. Another thing I want to mention here is fluoride. Fluoride is really a thyroid suppressing halogen and it's found in our waters. So unfortunately, there's a lot of fluoride added to our water and it can definitely make an impact on your thyroid health if you are one of the Hashimoto's warriors. So make sure that you're buying toothpaste that is fluoride-free and also make sure that you're using a carbon filter that can filter out the fluoride in your water. Super important. I just spoke about water in my also in my private Facebook community. So if you want to join us, you can find out a little bit more about the different water filters that I recommend and the ways to, to filter your water. So... That is step number three on reducing toxic exposure. And don't forget about the herbicides and the pesticides, of course. So when you are undergoing some sort of liver support, make sure that you follow the clean 15 and dirty dozen list from the EWG, from the Environmental Working Group, which will show you which foods are really high in pesticides and that you probably should go buy organic if completely organic is a financial strain for you, which it can be because it's not cheap, I would definitely recommend to go through the clean 15 and dirty dozen list and just make sure that you pick those foods from the organic aisle. And step number four, support both detoxification pathways. So that in itself is a huge topic, which I go in depth in my programs. But what you can do is you can definitely use the recommendations that I gave to you in the beginning of this episode, where you can write down the nutrients that I shared with you that are important for both pathways and find out what foods are high in those vitamins or nutrients and minerals and then add them to your diet in abundance. So I hope this will truly give you a good understanding as to why you really have to focus on supporting your liver abundantly every day with some tools and strategies and not just a liver detox. So it has to happen every day. Now, you don't have to go on a liver detox like I just described every day, but there's tools and strategies that you can definitely incorporate in order to support your liver so that it doesn't get to a point where it becomes overloaded, overburdened, and sluggish. And if you want to actually find out more about what you can do on a daily basis, I invite you to join us for the four-day Road to Autoimmune Thriving seminar. I am so excited to share the seminar with my audience. I run it frequently throughout the year, and I find that women who go through this four-day intense seminar, 
they are getting so much value, so much information, so much understanding, so many tools and strategies, what they can do on a daily basis to support their gut number one, support their liver, support their adrenals. And the whole mindset piece is that I get messages from these women saying that it was so impactful to help them kickstart their health journey. So I would absolutely love to have you for the four-day seminar. I run it live in my Facebook group, and I also send out the replays. So it's a four-day masterclass series, basically, and I do send out a workbook for everybody, and I also invite everybody in to share and to complete the homework. I do give out some prices. It's just such a fun event and so embedded in learning and implementing community-based women are really supporting each other and cheering each other on during that seminar. I really, really love that energy. So if you want to be part of that experience, I encourage you to sign up for this free event. It's a free event. It's always going to be free. It's always going to be just an additional resource that you can use in order to get to thriving. I will leave the details in the show notes and you can register for it today if you like to learn a little bit more and in depth around these topics. All right, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. There will be some good guests coming on in the next episode, so I'm super excited about that. I'm just really gathering some information from some wonderful podcast speakers and guests I can bring on to honestly enrich your experience listening to this podcast even more by bringing in specialists from different areas. So energy workers, Reiki, Ayurvedic medicine, functional medicine practitioners. I have a whole lineup of people who would like to come on here and speak with you. So I'm super excited for that. Stay tuned for that and um, you'll find out more soon. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you again in my next episode. <music>